up, Wait. friend? How are you? How are you doing, friend? Good. You ready for 609? Is that that's what we're doing? Uh, or friends. I don't know. Oh, I thought we were here. We got some comfy chairs, kind of like a living room atmosphere. Yeah, this is nice. Hey, yeah. what's up, everybody? Welcome to 609. We're so glad you're here. If you don't know what 609 is, Nick will tell you all about the loaves of bread. The loaf of bread, yeah. So there was uh, some loaves of bread in the book of John. John 69 is where 609 kind of came from. Um, and in the book of John, it says there was a lad with two fish and five loaves of bread. And, and what would that be for so many is what one of the disciples asked Jesus. And Jesus turned it in to feed thousands. Um, and so that's kind of what our hope is, is that this little piece of bread, this little bit of work that we're doing, um, will feed the thousands or maybe even the hundreds, whatever it takes or whatever we can do to, to help you guys uh, know the truth. Yeah, we, uh, we have an online discipleship presence that we have been creating, establishing, we've been praying through it, but but what's really going on is we have 609. Yep. Then we have our devotional, which you can find at nwcfoursquare.org on our youth tab, our youth page, go to online ministries. And then we also have... We have our D groups as D well. D groups! We have a whole bunch of different uh, times for the J High. I got, uh, we have Fridays at 3 o'clock p.m. for the ladies. And on Thursdays for the fellas, we have a 7.30 p.m. start. And if we get more people to flow in, we have plenty of leaders to break into smaller groups to have deeper discussions. So keep joining in. I know the high school has times as well. Yeah, yeah. We, we have tons of times. I, too many to say. Our groups are a little bit different than Jay High. We just have smaller groups, and there's more starting every week. So if you're interested in a D group, reach out to me. We'll put my number online afterwards. You can find my number on any of the emails that you send out. Uh, that we send out weekly. We're sending out emails just to let you know what's going on, what to pray for, and even in the devotional, you can you can find us. Um, yeah. But I just want to give a quick shout out. We had a new D group this week, uh, so shout out to Catherine Freeman, awesome. who started a new D group this week. That's amazing. I I love Catherine Freeman. Yeah. She's amazing. She does all of our work to get all of our stuff onto the web page. Yeah. This live stream on the web page. If you're on the web page. You can thank Catherine Freeman for having that up there. Um, she's great. Um, yeah, one of, one of our great coworkers here at Northwest. I guess I guess there's room in her D group too. So if you want to join, you know she would love she would love to have you. Uh, you got any shout outs? I got a couple shout outs. Uh, always want to shout out to my daughter Ellie at home. What's up, Ellie? Um, I have a shout out to Alyssa, Joey, and Vivian at home. I know you guys are watching. Hopefully Vivian's watching as well. You guys will see them a little bit later. And then um, I got a shout out to my wife and her new baby on the way. We have a baby what? on the way. 2020 quarantine baby. <laughs> yeah, Jared knew. Uh, I want to let you guys know we're expecting a baby this year in about November. So um, prayers our way would be great. This is kind of a weird time, but we are so excited. Last week, I shouted out to Kenzie Hunt. I shout out to you again. You're a strong woman of God. But last week, it got like cut off. Because uh, we were having some technical difficulties. I went back and I saw the video. And it was like, woman of God. That's all you saw. And I was like, oh, she didn't even hear. You're so shout out Kenzie. to you, Kenzie. I love you. You're a great woman of God. Proud of you. Um, and you got any last shout outs? We got anything else to announce? Oh, we're playing Kahoot today. Well, this is the last announcement. We're playing Kahoot. We got 30 seconds. We're playing Kahoot. So go get Kahoot on your phone. Because we will be playing it soon. And the number will we'll let you know soon. But it's it seven. is... Five zero one one zero two. We'll repeat that again, but again, I'll say it one more time. Seven five zero one one zero two. 
And that's what we got for, uh, for the Kahoot number. We'll do Kahoot in about 10, 15 minutes, so be ready for that, and we will get to the, to the next part. So well, next up, we have our first game of the night, which is uh, by popular demand this came back. I actually didn't really want to do this one, but we have Nursery Rhyme Battles. Yeah, so... But the thing I don't get about Nursery Rhymes is we were looking up Nursery Rhymes. I just... They're weird. Yeah, so that's the thing about Nursery Rhymes for me. Like, I... I don't even understand them. Uh, my little kids, they love them. They'll like having they have Netflix shows of just nursery rhymes. Like, oh my gosh, they're so long and sometimes this very is weird. Though, like you uh, before, like we had technology. Like this is the way they soothe kids to sleep. I mean, we still sing some songs to kids. Yeah, but like, Pop Goes the Weasel is like super strange. Like, what does that mean? I have no clue. I read the lyrics to that. I'm like, I have no clue what that song means. Yeah, I mean, there's um, actually an old English version. I looked it up. It's very <laughs> weird as well. Still made no sense. Three, three blind mice? Like, why would we sing to our kids about three blind mice? Like, or or the hickory dickory dock? <laughs> a mouse running? Like, that's terrifying. I don't want a mouse running up my clock. And every time it dings, the mouse runs back. Itsy bitsy spider, like, crawled up the water spout. Like, down came the rain, washed the spider out. Yeah, I hope, I hope when the water washes the spider out. Why would you out, sing a song about a spider before you go to sleep? Well, I'm hoping go the sun sleep. doesn't dry it up so it can crawl back up the water spout. Like... <laughs> Let's who, not tell the kid. That who cares about a water spout? <laughs> Where do they come up with this stuff? I have no clue. Me neither. Okay. Anyways, but our portion, oh, we want to add. All right. We're just spewing off of what we don't like about nursery rhymes, but they work pretty well with my kids. So we are going to rap battle for you from memory, so we have to actually know our nursery rhymes. So here we go. Nick, I'll let you go first. All right. We have a bowl full of nursery rhymes. And, I uh, got uh, five little monkeys. So. All right, wait. So we're going to go back and forth, back and forth. So I need to know mine. Okay. Um, I'll just rap and then uh, you rap after okay. me. Okay. Alright. All right, I got yeah. mine. Okay. So here we go. Yeah. Five little monkeys sitting on the bed. Actually, they were jumping and one fell and hit his head. Yeah. Mama called the doctor and what the doctor said is no more monkeys jumping on that bed. Yep. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Up above the world so hot like a diamond in the sky. Twinkle. Twinkle, little, little, star. Hey, wheels on the bus, yeah, they go round and round. I don't know what part of town. I forgot this nursery rhyme, but that's okay, it's fine. I'm just gonna freestyle on this, off my mind. Mary had a little lamb, fleece was white as snow. Everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. I don't remember the rest of this at all. <laughs> oh, oh. Fall. Oof. That was bad. Ready? Here we go. It, itsy bitsy spider. Up the spout. That's all I got. Because he's scary. Rain, rain, go away. Come again oh, another day. Yeah. Okay. Man, these okay. go away in my head. I don't know what happens when I try to wrap them, man. <laughs> Jack and Jill went up the hill to fill a patch of water. <laughs> I can't rhyme. Rap. It's useless. This is so hard. <laughs> I got, oh, I got Hickory Dickory Duck. Oh, there you go. I can, can I, do it? I got this one. Not, okay, not yet. Ready? I got this one too. Okay, I'll try this again. You go first. Alright. Alright, I gotta think about this. Hold on, guys. Here we go. Uh, 
Hickory Dickory Dock. Mouse ran up the clock. There you go. Clock struck one. Ding dong, the mouse is done. Ran back down into the wall, nowhere to be found. He is gone. Then that clock rang again and it... I'm done. Oh, hey! That's Nursery Rhymes. <laughs> Rap battle coming to you. Go ahead and get all the comments. Tell us who you thought did better. We'll be checking Instagram. We'll be looking at our comments online. Um, last time, I think you they they said that you won. No, no, no. I don't know. That I was a was, different game. I think it was a tie. Was it a tie? I won. I don't know which game I won. I, can't I had Redfish Bluefish. I, I think you won that game. Oh, did I win last time? I don't know. I don't think I did very good this time. Yeah. I honestly it was getting worse and worse. I think we started good. But I think it got worse, so. You know, not having the words to read and just having to know verse, verse uh, nursery rhymes and, like, match it to the rhythm, that's just too hard. And then remember the rest of our set. Listen, we were hired to lead you to Jesus, not to rap. But we love you. All right, that's it for nursery rhymes. And uh, next up, we have Kahoot. 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 Um, on our way to Kahoot. We have a um, little video we're going to show you, commercial break. Cutest thing ever, Vivian is playing school with her stuffed animals because she misses school so much. So here's the clip of her doing it. What are you doing? I'm teaching the class. Oh, this is your school? Mm-hmm. Wait, is that my book? Why, why do you have my book? I'm showing up there at our memory. And we are now ready for Kahoot. So five, four, three, two, one, let's launch. All right, here we go. Get four ready. Four questions. Get That's ready. it? There's only four questions? Oh, this should be easy for somebody Listen. with Chick-fil-A. All right. So Jared picks his nose. True or false? <laughs> well. True is the blue. Once upon a time, when I was a young lad, and I was in school, lunch seemed so far away <laughs> that I couldn't help myself. What's the right answer? Is it true? It's true. Who said I picked my nose? That's it. We need to find out who's well, making these cahoots. I'd say if you put Nick's name there, I would have to be honest. Listen, I think everybody it. picks their nose. If you say I've never picked my nose, I just think you're just yeah. lying. I, I was thinking earlier, girls don't pick their nose, but I was thinking about my daughter. She's four. She, she definitely picks her nose quite often. So. Hmm. Well, we will see what... Uh, what happens next? When does the next question start? Three. Wait, we're gonna go. Two. Okay. One. Next question. Who won that one? Wait, wait. Who won that one? Oh wow, Ham. So one of the Hamiltons. Jonathan. Was, is that Fel Felchlin? They're faster than me. Wait, hold on. A Nick second. and Jared. Second. We're we're killing it. I don't know who those. Oh, we're are. no, we're in third. Ham Nick bites his fingernails. True. Nick no, bites false. his fingernails. True, True or false? false. True. False. Do you bite your fingernails? Um, I don't know, do I? I? So when I grew up, my mom used to tell me it was really gross biting my fingernails, and then I got married to somebody who thought the same thing. Um, but this, I think this is a temp, like, what's happening now? Do I bite my fingernails now? Listen, um, I, I play guitar, and you have to have no fingernails because it ruins your guitar. 
So I always buy my fingernails because I never can find fingernail clippers. Yeah. I have sharp teeth. I rock fingernail I clippers. Who, 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 whoa, it's almost 50 50. Nice. Uh, I tricked you guys. I don't buy my fingernails, but I did used to. It was a bad habit. Don't bite your fingernails. It's not used good for you. Used to doesn't anymore. Hmm. Okay. Does that count though? Does I don't sound sounded. Oh, we're in first now by a lot. We have seven seventeen one seventeen seventy one. Ham one has nine sixty five now. Oh man, what happened? Uh, Kiana other eight forty three. What's up, Kiana other? If Nick was Ant Man, that's spelled wrong. That's okay. Who would be his best friend? Oh, Ant Man. Ant Man. Stan Lee. Ant Man like Hank Ant Man Pim. like from Marvel Universe. Ant Tony or Luis. Uh, so if the red one is Stan Lee. I say Stan Lee. The blue, uh, the blue one is what? Uh, I don't know who Luis. Luis. Is. The and green then, one is Anthony. Oh, that's his little buddy. Ant. Oh. Oh man. Four of you got it right. Only who, four got who, it right. Who was Luis? One of you guys thought Stan Lee was his best. Who's Luis? Luis is his friend who talks really fast. And then it goes into the visions, and he's like, hey, Oh, man. the guy with the van. About the truth serum? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the guy with the van. Okay. Oh, oh, oh next yo, question. Oh, oh, oh. What's the question. If Jared if, was Shrek, what food would he use to teach a life lesson? If I was Shrek. A waffle, an orange, an onion, or a popsicle? If I was Shrek? My wife says I have Shrek hands. Wow. <laughs> well, then we chose the wrong question for you. Or maybe the right one. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's see who's getting that Chick-fil-A. Oh. The fourth question is over. That was it. We're done. Who won? Who won? We won. Oh, oh, we won. We count. We won first we place, but who got second? A oh, third. Second. Jonathan. Feltzman. Jonathan Feltzman. But look at Nick and Jared. Don't worry, guys. You see that on the screen? Hey. At the top. Hey. Who? 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 Oh, hey. Us. Yep. That was us. Nick, I'm gonna go buy you some Chick Fil A. That sounds amazing. Um, and Jonathan Feltzman, I actually have to give you John Joey's Bible. better this time because yeah. last time um no one could see and remember the person who won just guessed every time yeah so definitely better so put in the comments could you guys see was that a good good feature would that work with the tv or or what so just put in the comments if it was good um if you guys enjoyed it maybe next time we'll we'll advance it have some more questions where it's worth worth your while um but that brings us into the, to the next segment you know the, the best part the meat or the, the word or the bread the word yes the word yes. it's time for the word guys the best right. part so i know a couple of you guys have logged off within 10 minutes or a couple minutes but i promise you this is the best part um Ooh. we're just going to open in prayer so that we just invite the holy spirit to guide this uh this conversation and we just want you guys to stay tuned in and then not only that but but really internalize the word as we're as we're giving it to you so so yeah we're looking forward to that me? You? Yeah, you want to pray? Me? Yeah, I'll pray. Father, Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for today. We thank you that you are the God of today. You're the God of yesterday. And you're the God that everything in the future for tomorrow. And yes. you don't change, God. You're the same every day, Lord. You love us. 
you care for us, you have compassion, you have provision, you have promises, and they don't go away. You don't change your mind. You don't go in and out of moods, Lord. You, you are good all the time. And Lord, I just pray over this word that we're bringing for, about friendship and fellowship from uh, Corinthians, from what Paul said to us. Lord, I pray that it would be your truth coming through us to the hearts of your people, to the hearts of your young people, Jesus, and that you would do a change in our hearts. We pray this in your name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, awesome. So we're on fellowship this week, Jared? Fellowship. So what? Let's do a little recap. What did we talk about last week? Um, I didn't know I was going to be tested. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, that was meant to be a test. We're in the Illuminate series. We're in the Illuminate series, okay, yes. Okay, so Illuminate series, what does God look like? Right yeah. to shine the light on, on the darkness to shine the light of who God is, yep. um, and that it would it would it would go inside of us that we would change us to move us into action. Right, yeah. That's kind of the illuminate series. Illuminate ourselves and then illuminate our path. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about like the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus. We talked about the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And now this week, we're talking about the church. We're talking about being the church together, which is fellowship. Fellowship. Yeah. So, um, first off, I just wanted to uh, I want to tell a story um, about fellowship. Um, it was funny. I grew up and I and I always heard the word fellowship, and we do church potlucks. Yeah. So I have a, the, one of my favorite stories is when my mom sent me to go buy hot sauce for the church potluck. And she gave me a bunch of money, and I could drive. So me and my buddy, we went and drove to this. We went and drove to Taco Bell, <laughs> and we bought six dollars worth of Taco Bell, and we filled up a brown bag full of hot sauce, and we brought back Taco Bell hot sauce. And uh, and when I got back, my mom was so mad at me, but we got Taco Bell. So um, sounds like a win. Yeah, it was. You but know, a, definitely a misunderstanding. We brought back hot sauce. <laughs> she asked us to bring hot sauce. She didn't tell us how we had to spend it. She said, "Just go get hot sauce." So. We went got hot sauce. I don't know. But I love Taco Bell, so I know. I was thinking about like fellowship and what I grew up thinking about fellowship and the story popped in my mind. I thought it was funny. I thought I'd share it with you. Um, but the truth is, is this idea about fellowship is, is biblical. Yeah. And so uh, we wanted to read from First Corinthians. So if you have your Bible, your Bible and you want to turn to First Corinthians, that's right after Acts, Romans, first and second Corinthians. So go to First Corinthians one. We're going to be reading from chapter 1. Uh, I'm just going to read just the first part of this whole letter to the church in Corinth. And this is the New American Standard. Um, if you have a different version, it might be a little different, but here it goes. This is New American Standard. Uh, Paul, called an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother. So he's this dude hanging out with Paul. Um, to the church of God, which is at Corinth. To who have been sanctified in Christ Jesus, saints by calling, with all who in every place call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace, he says this to him, he says, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you in Jesus Christ. Verse 5. That in everything you were enriched in him in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony concerning Christ was confirmed in you, so that you were not lacking any gift, awaiting e eagerly the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
who will also confirm you to the end, blameless in the days of the Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 9 is our verse today. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with the Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. I'll say that again. God is faithful through whom you were called into this fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And that, and that word fellowship, the Greek word, we usually don't talk about Greek. We don't go into like Greek, but, but it means the word is koinia. Yeah. And um, so we've been doing some studying on this word and what it means. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, means, uh, it means like partnership. You know, it means like to uh, be like-minded. That's the, that Greek word. So like the word fellowship, I grew up, I thought it meant Christians were hanging out. Which is kind of true, right? Like, because yeah. they're like-minded and they're partnering together. Mm-hmm. But I think it's we have to think about well, what are they like-minded in, and what are they partnering in? Mm-hmm. So, but the idea behind fellowship is is that we would, you know, iron iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Is, is what one scripture says. Yes, you know, like so you could encourage me to read my Bible mm-hmm. and pray. And spend time with the Lord. Yeah. And then I can call you and I can be like, hey, I was reading my Bible and I read this. What do you think? And then you could be like, oh, yeah, I read that this morning as well because we're all on the church reading plan. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I, pray, are you. I, I, pray, I prayed about that. And then, we're, you know, iron, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's kind of like this idea of koinia. Yeah, so when, when I first encountered fellowship, I guess when I was... Starting to come back to Northwest Church. So I actually went here when I was three years old, four year old, five year old, and I stopped going here till I was like, till I was 18. So I started dating my wife, Ashley. And, um, and I came back here at 18, and, and there was Connect After Service or Fellowship. Um, after yeah. Service Fellowship is what it used to be called. Yeah, ASF. Tony cooking it up in the kitchen. And yeah, shout out to Tony. Amazing cook. <laughs> we miss your food. Um, but with that said, that was the only, like, that was Fellowship. We just go in, we all eat. We're kind of together, but we can totally seclude ourselves if we want. And so, like, my family would just go eat, you know, on our own table, let the kids play in the bounce house, and we'd leave. So fellowship to us was just going, and or to me, was just going, hanging out for a little bit after the word, maybe talking about the word a little bit. But it wasn't the importance. The importance, from my perspective then, was just being with people, um, being with a fellow, I guess. Um, and that's all I understood of fellowship. Um, and, and, you know... Just as, as Jared was talking about it it, it, it means so much more. And, and like we talked about last week, we talked about the body of Christ and the mind of having the mind of Christ. Yeah. And, and it says in that scripture that we're, that we're studying today is that, you know, just like having the mind of Christ, um, koinia. Koinia. Yeah. Koinia. Koinia. It, something like that. Koinia. Uh, I got it here phonetically. Koinonia. Yeah. Koinonia. koinonia. Yeah. So koinonia, that, that means koinonia. to be like-minded. Yeah. So if you think about the mind of Christ, and then you think like-minded, like think about what the what God is doing with Scripture right there. Yeah, we're bound together in in our spirit because the Holy Spirit is leading us to He's changing us. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. illuminating our lives, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I our first point for you, if you're taking notes, because note takers are world changers. Absolutely. But um, if if you are taking notes, or you're just th- you want to think about this, or you're gonna you're gonna go get online. And open up the devotional and do the devotional this week. And then you're going to go to your D group this week. And you're going to talk about this idea. But the first point is fellowship with Jesus is trustworthy. And so like this idea of being in fellowship with other people. I think 
the church and people can hurt people, mm-hmm. right? And people can get wounded in the church. But the, but the point is, is that Jesus's fellowship is trustworthy. Yeah. Like people can still hurt us, even people in the church, but we can trust God even yeah. in that, even in the fellowship, God is good and he's doing something and we can trust it. And because I think a lot of times, like I've seen people and I know people who have been hurt and I, I've been hurt and I, I tried to adopt this for a season, but the Lord said no, um, to try to make excuses of why not to trust people in the church or trust the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but the fact is, God's told us to be together. Yeah. You know, and when when someone does me wrong, then I get to turn around and be Jesus to them and show them grace and mercy and forgive them and walk them through, yeah. you know, those steps. And it's a and it's a beautiful thing that God does in me as we have this fellowship of God leading us into a, a fully dependent, surrendered life for Jesus where we're seeing the world changed. Yeah. You know, it's it's and being in fellowship brings about, you know, like you can be like, hey, Jared, like, that's not cool. You shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, why? And then we read the Bible together or we pray about it. And the yeah. Holy Spirit speaks to us and convicts me, you know, because sometimes, you know, we we honestly just don't know. And, and we and we're doing things and we just don't know that they're wrong. You yeah. Know? So, no, absolutely. Um, that's that's a really good point. I like that. You know, Jesus, he is he is trustworthy, like no matter what happens in our lives. You hear the excuse all the time, like, why would God? Why would God do that? Or why would God take that from me? Whether it's a person, a thing, a house, a car, a, a brother, a sister, a dog, a cat. It doesn't matter what it is. But, but a lot of times people, humans, tend to blame God. Like, why would you do that? But remember that, that God has a bigger plan than we can actually see. Mm. And that he's actually with us through it. And so, like, we can trust in that fellowship. Instead of pushing and saying, why would you do that? Put press into him. So that you can say, "Hey, help me recover from that. Help me through that." Yeah. You know, and that's that's what he wants. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's I think that's the mark of a true friend is mm-hmm. someone who won't help you, call you out on your stuff, won't let you stay the same, won't enable you to keep sinning. Yeah, you know, that's that's true friendship. That that's someone who loves you. So I had a so I had a soccer coach back in college. Um, I was going to save this for next week because we were going to talk about accountability, but this is accountability fellowship is accountability. So. Um, but this this story was when I was playing college soccer, um, and I remember I was a freshman and I walked onto the club and I or walked onto the team and I was just playing and I was listening to my coach who ended up being my mentor um, in the future and he was just telling me like and the other goalkeepers I was a goalkeeper he was telling me and the other goalkeepers there's one tool that makes you better than everybody else and he said accountability and I I was what 18 at the time I was like what what do you mean account like how does that make sense? What do you, isn't it to dive or to catch the ball or have the best hands or have the best kick, any of those things? Um, and so the thing for me was how would accountability make me the best? And what it did was it inspired competition, which inspired the best outcome or the best results. The quitters will quit, right? The quitters will quit. And that's the same thing with reading the yeah. Bible. The quitters will quit. I've, I've reached out to friends from my past and I've given them the word and told them, hey, you should live a different way. And they've rejected it. And, and so the quitters are going, going to quit. Hopefully we keep praying for them. We hope that they come back, right? But we got to keep pressing on to God and keep pushing into that. Um, That's good. Because that accountability is what's going to drive us to be the best we can be, no matter what that is. Yeah, that's good. All right, we want to talk a little bit more about what this what this is. And so what, our second point today, today is that um, 
uh, fellowship brings you into God's presence. And um, and as I was praying through this and, and writing out the devotional this week, I was remi- we've been reading the church reading plan. We've been in Corinthians. Mm-hmm. And so when I read through that verse, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 6 through 9, where it says, like, this we have this in jars of clay, right? We have this yeah. glory of God in jars of clay. Um, like we can be pressed down, but not destroyed, persecuted, but, but not abandoned. Like that verse really spoke to me this week. It was, yeah. or not this. Yeah, it was this week. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea is like when we are in fellowship with God, we have his presence. Mm-hmm. And, um, every time I listen to, um, pastor Steve shell preach, cause we have, uh, actually I have pastor Steve shell in my, in my, uh, oh, yeah? in my little bag here. Yep. You will see he's in here. Okay. Yeah. I was like, he's not. Yeah. He's alive. This is the Pastor Steve Digital, uh, Doctor Steve Shell, Doctor Steve Shell Digital Library. So he goes. Those are amazing. I have one at home. Anyway, when I listen to him preach, it's funny because like I hear him say things like, um, "God either humbles you or he hardens you." You know, you he having the presence of God in your life either draws you in to being wanting mo- to know Him more or run away and ignore Him more. Yeah. Like. You know, I just heard him say that in one of the sermons, and, I, and, it, and it kind of stuck in my head. And yeah. I was like, wow. And I, th- I thought about that. Like, you know, when we have God in our lives, we either we either deal with the sin and we get freedom, yep. <laughs> or we choose to stay in bondage and we stick our head in the sand. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this, this but, but God can, can do an amazing thing in our lives. This scripture where it talks about we have that. We have the presence yeah. of God. We steward the presence of God in our lives. Like he's, he lives inside of us. He will come upon us. He will bring forgiveness and restoration and wholeness to us. And so that the God of the universe, right? That's like the glory of God, the God that shines in, in the darkness and, and exposes all the sin in our lives, like all of that. Like he, that's the God who is in us, yeah. who can come live in us. And, and, and we have this glory in jars of clay. That, that jars of clay is our body. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think, I think it's because we can be persecuted. We can go through hard times. We're going through hard times right now, right? Absolutely. Some of yeah. us, some of us, our home life is a lot worse than others, mm-hmm. and some of us are just whiners. But <laughs> I'm a whiner. I'm just I'm not I'm not calling anybody out. I'm saying I, I you know I'll join. Being at home's hard. Being at home's hard like Absolutely. this. Absolutely. And so um, you know we're pressed, but not not destroyed, not crushed. Yeah. Persecuted but not abandoned, you know. Yeah. That reminds me of two things, you know, like Pharaoh and uh, how God had been speaking to him through Moses multiple times. And then you could talk about Moses too, but just speaking Pharaoh, he had the choice, you know, replace his heart of stone or it was just getting harder and harder. And every time mm. they would, that plague would come into Egypt, he yeah. would say, okay, I'll give you what you need. Just let the plague go, go away. And as soon as the plague went away, he would change his heart and say no. You don't get, you will not be freed. And then God would send another plague. And so, but that's, Pharaoh's not far from any other human. He's not some crazy mystical other person. He's a human who had a, had a role in leadership and God was trying to speak to him. And and like, like Pastor Steve was saying, you know, you have the choice. Um, You can either move toward that or you can harden your heart and dig your head in the sand. Right. And I think that's, that's big. Um, and one, one, one thing that my family lives off of, we have a little poster in our living room, and it says, where it's uh, Matthew 28, 20, I think. No, no, nope. Matthew 20, 22. 
I, I could be wrong now that I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm messing it up. I know. No, go ahead. All right. Anyways, he's going to flip through the Bible. What it says is where two or more gather in my name, the Lord is present. And yeah. so um, that's one of the first scriptures I taught my daughter. Um, she could actually tell you that. She probably knows the verse number better than I do because that's just what we, we do with our daughter. And, and so that's the stuff that you guys should be doing. You know, let that write it on your heart, right? Because yeah. that's what our heart should be. We want to replace these hearts of stone and we want to put in hearts of flesh mm-hmm. where the word can be transparent through our hearts, right? And so we don't even need to speak. We just light the word out of us. Yeah, I think being in fellowship with, with Jesus, it, it brings us presence. Mm-hmm. It's in, in his presence, there's no fear. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no depression. There's no loneliness. There's no um, sadness. I mean, sometimes we're, we're sad and, and we grieve over, like, things, but, but that doesn't mean that's what God has for us. He, he, has, he, has, he doesn't want us to live that way. Yeah. And, and I think uh, last week we talked about this, but, like, the sorrow that we feel is not the sorrow the world feels mm-hmm. because we have the joy of the Lord. Yeah. We have a peace that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we uh we want to close out with some worship today and um and just pray and spend some time praying because the because the Lord wants us to learn how to have fellowship not only with each other and I think with the abundance of resources we have here at Northwest Church and the big socialized atmosphere we have here I think we took it for advantage of it and I, I think that God wants us to learn fellowship with him while we're at home. Yeah. Because when we come back together, if you're learning how to spend time with Jesus, be in his presence, read the word of God, pray, spend time with him, then as we step back into church together in this discipleship process, it's going to be different, completely yeah. different, because we're going to be praying for each other. We're going to be hearing God's voice. We're going to be prophesying over each other. We're going to be moving in the, the spirit. Yeah. We read about the spiritual gifts last week. and uh, But I just I just want us to pray because I want us to understand what fellowship is. Yeah. That it's his being like-minded, right? But Jesus, we want to be like him yeah. in his mind. So... Yeah, so not only like-minded like our peers, but first be like-minded like Jesus so that we can come together. And Jesus needs to be the common denominator. He is he's, he's the, the center, he's the cornerstone. Yeah. And it's on his cornerstone is where we find our true fellowship. Um, All right. Well, we're going to pray if you are if you're struggling, we, we just want to pray over you. If you wanting, if you if you're just now starting this process of discipleship, we want to pray over you. If you don't know who this Jesus is, and you just logged on for the first time ever, we want to pray for you. You know, if you know who Jesus is, but you're not spending time with them, and you're just on video games or Instagram or TikTok, we want to pray for you. We want to pray over over your whole life and your situation that you would understand what it means to have fellowship and so um i'll start nick can close us out and um but we're gonna pray for you and i think nick before we pray you, you want to make an announcement about 
Zoom. Um, yeah, so after uh, we're done praying, we'll just have a little Zoom hangout. We have a high school and a junior high page. Um, the links are being posted right now in the comments. I see my lovely wife, wife Ashley is posting those. So if you just want to go ahead and uh, pop that Zoom open, they'll start at 7. So make sure you're praying, worshiping, and then hop into those Zoom calls so you guys can hang out and talk with your friends again. Um, but yeah. With that, we'll let, we'll let Jared open in prayer. I'll open in prayer. You close. we got five minutes. We're going to pray over you. Um, so, Heavenly Father, Jesus, Lord, we thank you that you are good. This song is praying that you are good, Lord. We believe yes, it. Lord. And, Lord, I want to lift up uh, just quarantine to you, God. Lord, it's hard to be in quarantine. It's hard to stay focused. It's hard to do what we know we need to do, Jesus. And, and Lord, right now we come against the enemy in Jesus' name, and we pray that you have no right in Jesus' name, and you have to be gone now in Jesus' name. You can't lie to us anymore. You can't tempt us. We ask that you would keep us on the path, Jesus. Yes. yes. Lord, I pray uh, over those who don't have a good relationship with you. Lord, I pray that they would turn their heads towards heaven, Jesus, their eyes up towards heaven. Whatever that looks like physically, uh, I don't know, God, but I know that we can turn the eyes of our heart and we can set them on you, God. And I know that you are a good God. When we seek you, we will find you. When we knock, you open the door. When, when, we, when we seek you with all our heart, Jesus. And so, Lord, I pray that over us right now, God. I pray that we would seek you and that we would find you. Lord, I pray for the word of God, that it would become like water to a dry land that you would give us, you would, you would satisfy our needs, Jesus, that everything else couldn't. All of the time that we spend on social media, TV, video games, whatever it is that we try to do, we try to do things, God. I try to do it. We try to do things to fulfill this thing, this, this peace in us, but only you can do it. So God, I pray for us right now that you would draw us into your presence, God, that we would have fellowship with you, Lord. And Lord, I pray that it would also internally turn us to be online in Zoom meetings, in D groups, that we talk to our parents, we call our friends, we'd encourage them to love you and seek you out and search you, Jesus. And Lord, I pray for repentance, God, a turning from our ways and turning to you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for confession, Jesus, that there would be a confession out of our mouths, that we would confess our sins to one another, that we would get healed and whole, and that we begin to walk in the light as you are in the light, Jesus. And that your goodness would begin to go out of us, Jesus. It would begin to overflow out of our lives, Jesus. That you would do a great thing in our lives. Yes, thank you, Father. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for, for all that you've done, Lord. Lord, for the, for the youth groups you've started, Lord, for putting us into a position where we still have your community, Lord. Lord, I thank you for each and every individual on the other side of this screen, Lord. Lord, I pray for, for you to just remove our hearts of stone, Lord, and replace them with a heart of flesh, Lord, where you can write your words on our hearts, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you illuminate us from the inside out, Lord. Lord, and that takes some time, time spent with you, Lord, and I just pray that you give each and every person the, the thought, Lord, the, the courage, Lord, the confidence to step into your word, Lord. When, when they have nothing to do, Lord, when they have something, they have options, Lord, may, may they just choose your option. Option A, Lord. Lord, I just thank you for, for being my cornerstone, Lord, and I just pray that you're the cornerstone of all those who are on this call. 
And Lord, as we, as we grow in our fellowship with you, Lord, may you just inspire us to be more accountable to our own lives and hold our friends and our peers and our leaders accountable in their lives, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your word, and, and may your word just drive us forward as we press into you. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for all that you've done. Thank you for your son. Glory to you. Thank you, Jesus. In your mighty name we pray this. Amen. Even in the fire. 